0: Faith, hope, and love abide. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is what and who you are. Love is your deepest essence, a wellspring inside of you welling up into limitless life. The path of conscious love is a relationship calling forth who you really are. Welcome to Coalesce, a series of honest, inclusive, and contemplative reflections. Living in relational wholeness, we enter our. We pray Coalesce will enrich and deepen your experience along the path of conscious love. checking one more time okay it looks like we got it working now sorry about that everyone i'll begin again it's always something good day good people this is episode 74 risk the attachments of love i am reverend robert Farrell. no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey you are welcome here Each week, we share in contemplative reflection as an opportunity to listen from your heart. And a contemplative gathering differs from other spiritual gatherings in how we are present and how we listen. To listen from the heart is to listen with a sustained receptivity to a beauty not yet thought about. It's listening with a contemplative state of attentiveness. And as we have shared before, contemplation isn't about mastering what I'm saying. It is about being mastered by what mastered what I'm saying. We often rush too soon to the conclusions in wanting to figure things out, and we don't rest long enough in a sustained humility of allowing ourselves to be interiorly accessed by a beauty not yet thought about. So during our time together, let go of those rushes to conclusions and enter into a deeper silence. Open yourself to awe and embrace questions and grace. Just as Psalm 42 states, deep calls to deep. Let the holy waves pass over you. Let's settle into this path of conscious love and begin by getting grounded in our contemplative state of sustained receptivity with this brief two-minute grounding exercise.
1: For many of us this moment feels chaotic and terribly stressful join us for a few moments to turn inward and connect to your innermost you gently close your eyes and feel the gentleness of breath inside your body as you repeat these words my deepest me is love My deepest me is whole. My deepest me is limitless. My deepest me is infinite. My deepest me is compassion. My deepest me is sacred. My deepest me is mystery. My deepest me is forgiveness. My deepest me is beauty. My deepest me is God. My deepest me has knowledge to give. I open my heart and listen.
0: Our reflection today will begin with my gratitude for the wisdom of Saint Bonaventure, Max Picard, Walter Wink, and Richard Rohr. Risk the attachments of love is our reflection. And how can we open ourselves to spiritual conversion? The transformed mind lets you see how you process what's coming at you. It allows you to step back from your own personal processor so you can be more honest about what is really happening to you. If you don't attach, if you don't detach, you are too attached to yourself. It's not so much about what comes at you. It's about what you do with it. The contemplative way of looking at something is letting it be what it is in itself, as itself, without any meddling from me by needing to describe, fix, consume, sell, understand, or use it in any self-serving way. Transformation is a change at the very heart Of the way you receive, hear, and pass on each moment. Use each moment to enter into a much broader seeing and connecting. Once you've experienced fullness, you don't need to keep seeking, as Isaiah 55 says, that which does not satisfy. If there is not such an earthquake in both your heart and your mind, I don't think you can rightly speak of spiritual conversion. And can we do this with a calm equanimity? The contemplative mind is like the Ark of the Covenant housed within Israel's temple. There's the open space above the Ark of the Covenant, which is rightly called the Throne of Mercy. There's two golden, golden cherubs protecting the empty space, directly facing each other. And Exodus twenty-five twenty-two says, In that space, I will meet you. Mercy multiplies inside such open and free space. This is the work of contemplation, as Philippians 4, 7 says, guarding your mind and your heart so that a larger presence can show itself. Protecting infinite, empty, and merciful space is precisely what you do in contemplative practice. In contemplation, your inner witness is still, like the golden cherubs, and lets everything else float by. It observes and learns from your thoughts and sensations, but it doesn't attach to any of them. It lets go, and lets go, and lets go. You learn not to be so opinionated, not to be emotionally dragged up and down, but to stay in this quiet place that watches everything come and go with calm equanimity. And you find a way to say, be still my soul. The Christian way is to risk the attachments of love. If you look at the image of the sacred heart of Jesus, it's great theology. His heart is out in front of his chest. The heart is given and the price is paid. When we attach, when we fall in love, we risk pain and we will always suffer for it. Jesus names the agenda. If we love, if we give ourselves to feel the pain of the world, it will crucify us. This understanding of the crucifixion is much better than thinking of Jesus as paying some debt to an alienated God who needs to be appeased into loving us. You see, the Christian way is to risk the attachments of love and keep growing in what it actually means to love. That's why this series is titled The Conscious Path of Love. So this contemplative stance is the third way. We stand in the middle, neither taking the world on from another power position nor denying it for fear of the pain it will bring. We hold the dark side of reality and the pain of the world until it transforms us. Knowing that we are both complicit in the evil and can participate in wholeness and holiness. This is where new forms of life and healing emerge. And maybe, quite possibly, we're widening circles of love. Contemplative prayer is the change that changes everything. It's not telling you what to see, but teaching you how to see. When you know how to see, you're home free. You are indestructible. When you know how to see in a non-dualistic, holistic way, you know that reality still is what it is. When you learn to surrender to that, quite frankly, you're going to be a much happier, transformed human being. When you do work for change, your efforts will have a non-obsessive character to them now you have the ability to humbly quietly trust it the gift of contemplation will be experienced as freedom abundance love spaciousness and grace the entire experience of gratuity makes you fall in love with god utter gratuity is one of the clearest indicators Of any authentic God experience when you move to the level of the mind of Christ that's when you know it's not all about you in fact it is all about God you will soon find yourself loving all that God loves which is going to be an ever wider and ever widening circle of relate realizations and loves. Let me say that again. You will soon find yourself loving all that God loves, which is going to be an ever-widening circle of realizations and loves. And this is love.
2: Love of all love comes to see what's here, what's here, and show us what can be. May we dream
0: Surely you are like me and recognize that love wins. Transformation is actually when something old falls apart. The pain of something old falling apart, chaos, invites the soul to listen at a deeper level. It invites and sometimes forces the soul to go to a new place because the old place is falling apart. Otherwise, most of us would never go to new places. Whatever it is, it doesn't feel good, and it does not feel like God. You will be doing anything to keep the old thing from falling apart. As Jesus says in Matthew seven fourteen. It is a narrow gate and a hard road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Transformation usually includes a disconcerting reorientation. and Spiritual transformation must become an actual process of letting go, living in the confusing dark space for a while, and allowing yourself to be spit up on a new and unexpected shore. Focusing on something you absolutely believe in that you're committed to will help you wait it out because love wins over guilt any day. And I pray that You encounter God loving us. In the beginning, God asked Adam and Eve, Who told you that you were naked? The implication is, I sure didn't. And a few verses later, we see a very nurturing image of God as seamstress, sewing garments and covering the two humans to protect them from their shame. We live in a time of primal shame and we don't seem to know how to escape it. We will be unable to have a solid experience of our own goodness and holiness unless we allow ourselves to be led to the mystical level, the contemplative level. The biblical tradition teaches that first we must see God clearly often by experiencing God's mercy for our bad behavior, and then our right behavior will follow. We first must encounter and experience God's original blessing, God's choosing, and encounter God loving us. So let us take this moment to connect with our risking the attachments of love. Let us sit with our eyes closed and our hands on our heart and rest in the silence for just a few moments in quiet reflection. Continuing in the silence for a few more moments, you're uh, invited to reflect on your experience today. As deep calls unto deep, open yourself to awe, wonder, and grace. Reflect on what you heard, on what you heard with your heart. You don't have to figure anything out. Just be open to what might arise from deep within. Perhaps you hear a single word or a new feeling. Or maybe there's some tiny short phrase that's becoming a mantra for you, just let it arise. And if you'd like to share that with our small community, you can do so by putting it in the chat section and know that it will be wrapped in love and held with prayer. Each week, we offer you a spiritual practice to help support you on your spiritual path. And this week, the spiritual practice is the gaze of grace. And you'll be able to find the guidelines for this practice on the Contemplative Inner Being website. I'll put the link in the chat section. And we'll take a few minutes now to... Just go over those guidelines. The practice of the gaze of grace offers you an opportunity to invite a trusted, beloved, a friend, a lover, a parent, or perhaps yourself through a mirror to spend a few minutes sharing each other's gaze. In this practice, you're going to sit facing each other and begin by lighting a candle or ringing a bell. Take a couple of moments with the eyes closed to find your center that still witness. Then open your eyes and simply look at the face of the other person across from you. Give and receive this gaze in silence. Being present to the other and to the presence of love within and without. Let your eyes, face, and body be soft and relaxed while alert. Breathe. If your attention wanders, bring your awareness back to your partner's eyes and to the presence of love flowing between you. When two or three minutes have passed, ring the bell again, Or bring your hands together and bow to signal the close of the practice. You can share a few words and embrace or an expression of gratitude. And we'll conclude our session today with a blessing and a song. And of course, my gratitude for your being here, whether you are here for the live session or the recorded session, And my gratitude uh, for you receiving um, the schedule change the way that you did. I appreciate you uh, putting up with uh, some of the opportune times that come and don't come. So let me send you with this blessing. May truth and wisdom bless and protect you. May you know the divine face as your face and be a beacon of grace. May you know the divine face as every face and bring peace to all you meet. And may your days and week to come be traveled on the path of conscious love. Peace to all, light to all, love to all. Satnam Amen. Today's music was by Poor Claire, David Archuleta, and Paul Isaac.
3: How many lifetimes have I spent searching For something that can't be explained For something that can't be tamed Searching for someone to show me the way Tell me that it's okay To work through my suffering So I look within, I find myself anew And let this light shine through In everything that I do If darkness should fall I'll call upon this light Remember that my heart was touched When I felt the Shakti rush And I'm
4: looking to the eyes of The eyes of love I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love
3: My heart is open and there is more to come more less to dis-mind More work to be done The masks I wear Are slowly peeling off Cause there's no need to hide From this truth inside A seed's been planted And this tree will grow And the fruits that I sow Will surely feed the soul So my friend I am done waiting Yes I'm here now And I
4: surrender As I look into the eyes of The eyes of love Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love I'm looking the eyes of, the eyes of love I'm looking through the eyes of, the eyes of love Looking through the eyes of the eyes of love. I'm looking through.
0: is created, quilted, and shared in a gentle embrace. Our thanks to Reverend Robert Farrell for giving his voice to the path of conscious love. You are me and I am you. Isn't it obvious that we enter our...